You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally the 4th of July Friday weekend, baby. Come on. And what a good day it is. Just in the last few hours, we uh, are realizing that elections have consequences. And even better is when there is a president who's in the White House who actually does what he said he's going to do uh, and then appoints the Supreme Court justices who are constitutionalists and conservatives. Things get done. Things get done that all of these posers who've gone into Washington, D.C. the last 50 years have said they were going to do and never got it done. Never got it done. Away from the Supreme Court, Donald Trump made Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Well, didn't make it. They recognized it. 50 years of posing. 50 years of posing by everybody, including Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, said they're going to do it. Never did it. 50 years of posing by Republicans going to Washington, D.C., say they were going to overthrow Roe v. Wade and save babies from being aborted. They all paid lip service just to get to elections. That's all they ever did. The Republicans said, well, I'm going to do my level best. We're going to get Roe v. Wade. All they did was say it. To get to the election, they never did anything about it. Donald Trump did it. Now, that's not all the good news. Not all the good news. Oh, no, no, no. Guess what? All you little snowflakes with little worthless degrees like lesbian poetry, history, or something like that, who are working in Starbucks, you got to pay your student loans. You bought that degree. You signed it as an adult. Now you got to pay. When you go to school, it should be a rule. The debt is yours alone. Jim Gosling. The court said no to Sleepy Joe. You can't cover all the student loans. They ruled six to three. Joe lacked authority to throw the leftist bone. No bone for you. An enormous cost. Thank goodness Biden lost on his cover of the student loans. Student loans. The government allowed you to delay it. The Supreme say that you must repay it. Joe got slapped down once again with his cover of the student loans. Joe and the left are into massive theft. The cover has been blown. Have to get two jobs it like didn't the rest of make us. much sense to transfer this expense with the cover of a student loan. Student loan, it was another form of both buying and loan. The Supreme Court has the liberals crying and loan. But you know they'll try again to cover all the student loans. No, going to do it. You're going to have to get a second job like the rest of us. You're going to have to start paying back your student loan. And you know the worst part about it is the worst part about it is that Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to have to find another way to uh, buy off some voters and buy some votes going into the uh, 2024 election because that's what this was all about. Everybody knows it. Duh. And I'm going to tell you, if you sign a contract, I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my daughter just celebrated her 18th birthday. So I'm going to tell everybody who turned 18, there's an amazing thing that happens in this country. You become what is called an adult. And when you are an adult, you sign a contract that says, I am going to accept this product or service, and I am going to pay it back with these terms. This is the way of life. This is the way things are. And guess what? Welcome to the party. 
All right? And I got to tell you, I hope this is a massive blow to the uh, uh, the uh, educational industrial complex in this country that for the last, I don't know, 50 years have exponentially driven up the price of going to college. I mean, honestly, my old alma mater, I went to school way back when, back in the 80s, okay? Listen, I was an out-of-state student. Are you ready for this? You know, you're going to freak out. Do you know how much I had to pay for college per credit hour? Like $35 credit hour. That was in 1985 to 1989, right? Now at that college, it's like 25 to 30K to go for one year, and it ain't even Harvard. So maybe this will give higher education, uh, you know, a little wake-up call and realize that uh, maybe tenured professors and forcing people into classes that they don't want and then ultimately with their in-classes to indoctrinating them to leftist principles, maybe this will send a powerful message to the universities that perhaps you ought to start focusing on education and focusing on things that are going to give people a living when they graduate so they can pay off the loans for the stupid education and many people the stupid degree they got. So there you go. Oh, but we're not done. We're not done with the freedom. I'm smelling freedom, ladies and gentlemen. I'm smelling the Constitution. Here we go. So not only the student loans, not only yesterday did affirmative action get drop kicked. And isn't it amazing that Democrats only care about black people when they go to Harvard, okay, Michelle and Barack Obama don't give a rat's behind about the body count. Every weekend of black kids in places like Chicago and Baltimore, have you ever heard them say a thing? I need you to ask that question. Have you ever heard Barack Obama, the first black president of America, say a damned thing about the murder, black-on-black violence, fatherless homes, the destruction of the nuclear family, the implosion of black culture in inner cities? Have you ever heard them give a rat's behind about any of those things? No. But when somebody who is failed by all of those policies of Democrats in the primary uh, education system and then when they get to higher education they want higher education and the rest of us to forget about all of that all of the nonsense all of the racism of democrat policies that have brought black america to, to where it is right now they want to erase all of that by letting kids into college who aren't ready for it and I would venture to say that a lot of those kids who get into college for the color of the skin uh, and not the content of the character ended up being dropping out of school or the school lowers its standards. What good did it do anybody? It didn't do anybody any good. Oh, yeah, and then there's this, another little victoire, a little victoire for freedom of speech. This is a creative versus Ellenus pitted First Amendment freedom against LGBTQ discrimination. Supreme Court held that a Colorado graphic designer who wants to make wedding websites does not have to cater, does not have to create them for same-sex marriages. In a landmark decision to pit the, uh, that pit the interest of the LGBTQ non-discrimination against First Amendment freedom. That's not what this is about. This is about getting everyone to agree to think the right way even disregarding your religious beliefs to get you thinking right get you to 
uh, to uh, essentially sate the left and say, I will do this against my will because I have to or I won't make a living. Well, the Supreme Court in a 6-3 decision said that uh, Laurie Smith, the artist, has the right to say, I will not do same-sex marriage wedding sites. Go to another place. How about that? You know the amazing thing about the interweb? It's everywhere. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this new thing we call the interweb is everywhere. And so if a certain graphic designer says, you know, my religious convictions say that I really can't do a website uh, that involves marrying a gay couple because it's against my religious beliefs, they can no longer say, tough crap, do it anyway, regardless of how you feel. So there you go. And you know what? This isn't anti-gay. That's like saying that uh, the uh, the uh, getting rid of uh, affirmative action is racist. No, it's not anti-black. It's pro-character. It's pro-achievement. This this uh, graphic designer. This isn't anti-gay. This is pro-freedom of expression. And you know what? Uh, if there's a religion where a gay couple owns a graphic designing store that says that they don't believe in straight marriage, I guess they can do the opposite, but they won't because the Christian faith is uh, you know is not down with that. So you'd have to create your own faith, I guess. Or just go to another graphic designer and quit cramming your crap down our faces to make your point and accept your viewpoint. And I don't care if gay people get married. I don't care. I said when gay people were pushing for marriage, I said, are you out of your minds? You have an out. You haven't. Uh, you don't have to get married if the other person says, "Well, you know what? I am not going to. You know, you, unless you put a ring on it, I'm out of here." You had it out. You could have said, "No, sorry, we can't get married." But look, look what you did. There you go. <laughs> I just think the government ought to be out of it. All right. And if your church decides they want to marry gay people, then that's their church. That's your church. And if you decide you don't want to go to that church because they do gay marriage, they don't go to the church. Go to the church. Get government out of the marriage business. Honestly, did you know that there is a marriage penalty? When you get married, there is a, a marriage penalty affiliated with the IRS tax code. I like to say, isn't marriage penalty enough? What do you, well, you needed more of a penalty? <sighs> so, in a recap, here we go. Roe v. Wade got kicked to the curb a year ago, and, and we were promised for 50 years there would be wholesale uh, coat hanger abortions in, in alleyways, and black market, black alley abortions were going to be the norm, and uh, I don't see any of that. I don't, uh, I don't see any news stories about that at all. Not a single one. So maybe you were just played. Maybe you were just played for your votes. Maybe for 50 years, the Democrat Party literally blew up the importance as far as uh, affirming of uh, womanhood is to be to have an abortion, while at the same time saying women don't matter and men, sh- men should be able to beat them in sports and become the woman of the year. But, but they held on to this sacred, 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 you can get an abortion and the Republicans want to take away the abortion. And you can get an abortion and the Republicans want to take away the abortion. And that's all they had. And that's all they had. And now that's gone. Maybe it wasn't as empowering as you think it is. Maybe the really empowering thing is being a woman. 
and realizing one of the most important things, in fact, the penultimate thing you can do in your existence is to harbor a life and bring it to birth. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't know. And of course, I know some people can't have kids. Dear God, we tried for five years to have my daughter and then bingo, it just happened. But this is pretty big. No student loans. Pay your own loans off. You know what? Uh, if, you, if you say it, 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 uh, it is uh, against my religious beliefs, then I, I'm not going to do it. Find another printer. Find another baker. You know, don't try to cram this down my throat to accept your beliefs. And then uh, you've got uh, affirmative action. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've got to actually get the grades. Let's focus now on the 18 years before higher education that the Democrats have made into a Charlie Foxtrot for black America. It's pretty remarkable. This is a great day. This is a really, really good day. You should feel quite happy about it. And I've got more good news, and I've got audio, and here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Hang on. America is still the land of opportunity for all. If we all come together for her, it's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and you know what? People are coming together to defend the United States, even though... A poll released yesterday uh, shows that slightly more than a third of Americans say they are extremely proud to be American ahead of Independence Day. So the count in 2023 is 1% higher than last year, 38%, which is a record low, according to the poll from Gallup. Despite Joe Biden's promise to restore the soul and to secure the future of America. <laughs> Uh, 67% of those surveyed identified as either extremely proud or very proud compared to 65 last year. The poll conducted over the first three weeks of June found 22% of American adults identify as moderately proud. This is Pride Month. Stop it. What are you doing? While 7% are only a little bit of proud and 4% not at all. Those are the people who have been guiding uh, academia and uh, Democrat politics for a long time. That 4%. Uh, who are being roundly rejected by the rest of us. Uh, First edition of the poll from uh, January 2001 found 55% of U.S. adults extremely proud. Now it's down to 39. And this is what the left has wanted for the last uh, 50 years. This is why you badmouth America. This is why you say America is a slave country. America is this. America America sucks. It's institutionally racist and all this, even though the greatest black people in the history of mankind in, in athletics and, uh, and achievement in politics and jurisprudence and all that have come nearly exclusively from the United States of America. I mean, if you don't believe me, where's uh, Nicaragua's Oprah Winfrey and where's... Uh, Chad's Jesse Owens. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of that. So, you know, maybe people are proud of America. They're just not proud of the iteration of the government that's in charge right now. How about that? 72% of the American people say the country is going in the wrong direction. Maybe it's because those 72% of the American people believe in the country is founded and they like the country, they love the country, they grew up loving the country, they realize we're blessed to be from here. Don't believe me? Go pick garbage from a dump outside of Delhi in India with a family that's going to do that for the rest of their stinking lives because they have no chance to move up. How about that? 
while you're complaining that you've got to pay off your student loan that you took out and signed the paperwork for. The Student Loan uh, Forgiveness Act that Joe Biden tried to jam down America's throat as a, uh, a way to get the votes of, uh, of uh, young people, Gen Zers, in 2024 did not work. The Secretary's plan canceled roughly $430 billion in federal uh, student loan balances, camp completely erasing the debts of 20 million borrowers, lowering the medium amount uh, by 23 million, blah, blah, Chief John Roberts wrote for the majority, six states sued, argued that the HEROES Act does not authorize the loan cancellation plan. We agree. Biden made the unprecedented move to push debt cancellation in August of 2022. His administration accepted 16 million applications. And to every one of you who applied, too bad, so sad. Start sending, in your, sending out your resume. You might want to just update that resume since you decided or Joe Biden decided he was going to pay off part of your student loan balance. Biden's administration had relied on federal state law called the HEROES Act, claiming the law gave the Secretary of Education power to waive or modify any statutory regulatory provision applicable to a student financial assistance programs as the Secretary deems necessary in connection with a war or other military national emergency. You wonder why they kept the COVID emergency going so long? Exactly. Exactly. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Oh, my goodness. With this case of the graphic designer in uh, Colorado who said, you know what, you're just going to have to find another uh, graphic designer to do the website if you're a gay couple getting married. That's what she said. I, I can't build this. Just find another designer. This doesn't go against, I don't hate you. I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't hate you for being gay. It just goes against my conscience. Well, that one, that uh, lawsuit was a victory. For the graphic designer, Neil Gorsuch, in the majority opinion, said in this case, Colorado seeks to force an individual to speak in ways that align with its views, but defy her conscience about a matter of major significance, like they're doing in Michigan. They're going to make it a finable and possibly imprisonable offense to use the wrong pronoun on somebody. But tolerance, not coercion, is our nation's answer. The First Amendment envisions the United States as a rich and complex place where all persons are free to think and speak as they wish, not as the government demands as they did the last couple of years with the DHS and federal authorities restricting freedom of speech, for which many people should go to jail for life. Because Colorado seeks to deny that promise, the judgment is reversed, according to Neil Gorsuch favoring freedom of speech and freedom of expression, which are the greatest freedoms that you could ever have. The United States of America was the first country in world history to say you can assemble, you can speak, and you can redress your grievances with the government without being restricted. That's what made us into the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. That's why so many other countries suck. And let's face it, places like, uh, oh, you know, I don't know, Brazil right now or uh, Sierra Leone pretty much suck. But we got the First Amendment and the Second Amendment to back it up. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. In the dead of night, you're lying in bed. Suddenly, you hear something go bump. What's your next move? 
Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 T tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength disabilities or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back, and you're ready to fire. That is pretty ingenious, actually. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience, available with all EAA Corp. distributors. Starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit eaacorp.com today. eaacorp.com. Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's the Rob Carson Show. It's a big day for freedom in America, for personal achievement, for excellence. Of course, we uh, also uh, found out that uh, the Biden administration's plan to uh, buy votes by paying off a substantial portion of America's student loan debt uh, was rejected by the Supreme Court. So start sending out your resume there, snowflakes. You got to pay off that loan. That's the way it's going to work. Now, Joe Biden, uh, knowing that something was going to happen, apparently, has devised a way to give the borrowers a three-month grace period where missed payments will not result in delinquency. So uh, apparently uh, the payments are going to supposed to start at the end of August 1st of September. But Joe Biden already is uh, trying to throw a pillow under the snowflakes so they can have three months after three years of not paying anything on their student loans. And if this would have gone through the Supreme Court, I would have demanded that the federal government also pay off my mortgage and my car payments and my credit card bills because I too was 18 years of age when I signed those contracts. And and there is no student in college who uh, who sign who is not 18 years old who sign he signs a contract to pay off those student loans and if it's not the students it's the parents and you got to pay it off. Too bad, so bad, so said sucks to be you welcome to the real real world the supreme court just dealt you your first life lesson out of college that if you put your name on a and a signature on a piece of paper a promissory note you're gonna have to pay it back i know it sucks it really sucks boo frickety hoo wah wah eh, welcome to it let's go to frank in parkville maryland hello there frank welcome to the show what's up <laughs> First of all, I am really ticked off at colleges and the price they want. When I was younger, I remember college cost twenty thousand a year. Now, for God's sakes, what's it a hundred thousand a year or something? Well, it depends on what college you go to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got to prove to me those colleges got to prove that they're worth the money that they request because I don't think they are. I went to yeah. a junior college. 
Well, Frank, I'm going to tell you something. Frank, hold on. Uh, Here's the thing. Um, uh, Colleges are gigantic money machines. That's all they exist for. They only exist for fundraising at this point. They only exist for getting corporate money. They only exist for endowments. They only exist to increase the value of those endowments. If that weren't the case, then Harvard would take some of their billions of dollars and help, I don't know, maybe minority kids go to school there who are excellent and who get the grades and who have the, the the cred to get into the school how about that but let's face it the the higher education system in this country and i know there are plenty of exceptions don't get me on this but by and large are massive money machines once you get through there once you pay for what you do you, as soon as you graduate they start hitting you up for money hitting you up for money hitting you up for money as far as i'm concerned College is going to have to look at their costs. They're going to have to look at all of the benefits, all of the uh, way above, uh, you know, the tenure of professors who don't do their jobs, who get paid teaching classes that nobody needs. All of these things. There's no reason why a kid should go to a university and have to take an elective in English as a freshman, unless they're going to be an English major, I guess. Otherwise, primary education should have already taken care of that. Colleges, colleges need, I'm going to tell you, universities and colleges need a colonoscopy in the worst way, Frank. They, and I hope they, this is the beginning of it. They certainly do. And I, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of these colleges, when they tell you how much per year they want to charge you, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, uh, I think that the government should, or some, there should be some kind of review board go to these colleges and say, hey, this is the money you're requesting here is outrageous and and, and it won't be tolerated. It is bloated. I went to, I, I went I, to a two-year, a little two-year college, had a great time, and I uh, survived without spending that much money. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the phone call, Frank. I appreciate. It. You know, I went to school. I went to Northwest Missouri State University. Very nice little school, about sixty-five hundred students, with the best broadcasting program ever. And, and I was told that I was in college by my advisor my freshman year because I wanted to get done as soon as possible. I wanted to get done in three and a half or three years. And he told me blithely, you know, Rob, you're going to be in the real world working for 40 years. And you really ought to just spend some time in college, you know, relax a little. So you know what? Like an idiot, I did. And I ended up staying an extra semester, four and a half years and I signed some student loan stuff. My family was super poor, so I got some scholarships. I got scholarships for excellence in academia, uh, excellence in my field. I got a couple of Pell Grants because my family was poor, so that helped a little bit, and I thanked them for that. And, uh, and then I got out of school, and I owed money, and I paid it off. And I think I got my money's worth. But one other thing in that four and a half years I had to take, about a year of that was bullcrap. About a year of that was film study, sociology, English, poetry actually ended up being good, uh, philosophy, astronomy. What the hell did I need that for as a broadcaster? Honestly. My, my daughter is going to go to uh, a junior college this fall. Now, you're the junior college. Junior college. No, the one here is incredible. It's called Johnson County Community College, JCCC. It's incredible. They got a culinary school here that is one of the best in the country, right up there with L'Academie de Cuisine. I know that because I wanted to apply, and they wanted me to do a one-year unpaid internship, and I said, no, I can't do that. 
So she's going to do that. Then she's going to figure out what she wants to do. Then if she wants to go to a four-year college, she'll do that. Rather than going as a freshman and taking a bunch of superfluous classes from tenured professors who don't give a crap about being there. Again, I'm not casting dispersions on everybody in academia, but... Higher education is way out of hand. When you've got universities like the University of Pennsylvania taking $75 million from the Chinese communists to open the Penn-Biden Center, which is nothing more than a money laundering operation for the university. And then you've got idiotic decisions like allowing men to swim in with women and destroy their careers at UPenn. Bye-bye. I, I, re- I hope this starts a colonoscopy of epic proportions of higher education. Because honestly, they've lived in these ivory corridors for decades. We've seen the cost of education blow up extremely. We've seen the censorship of all uh, all contrary politic, politics on uh, university campuses steering toward the politically incorrect and indoctrinating people into socialism and communism. Screw it. And now students got to pay back the loans for those worthless degrees. And maybe you got a, my son got a good degree. My son got a BA. He's a business guy. He got a job. He owes a bleep ton of money. And he's going to pay it off. And you know what? Uh, I didn't want... Would it have been able, easy for me to say, you know what? My son's going to get $10,000 knocked off of his student loans. It would just go along with his decision. And I said, nope. You sign the paperwork. You pay the loan. I ain't paying for it. Let's go to uh, Jamie in, uh, no, let's go to Jim in Baltimore. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Ross? Good, buddy. What's up? Yeah, I, I wanted to say something. It's, it's sort of, it sort of you know, goes along with what you're saying. But when I was 17, I signed for the Marine Corps. And um, when I went in, you know, the drill instructors, they said, you signed on the dotted line, you're going to do your time. I signed up for four years, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I had to go through and, you know, cause, and, and at 17, I, you know, I quit school and I went in and, and I signed that paper and I had to do my time, you know what I mean? Even though I, I got in a little trouble, you know, and, um, you know, and and I had bad time, what they call, you know, like a month bad time, you know. For, well, you know, you were 17, so what? I you know, yeah, you know, I, 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 I left for a little bit, you know. One, That's okay. Days. I don't need to know all the details, but go right. ahead. Yeah. Right, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I had to make that time up, too, you know, and I got an honorable discharge and all, you know what I mean? But, um, I, you know, I was 17, and, and and I knew the rules back then. When you sign a contract and and you, you've got to do the time, and these sissies today, they sign something, you know, and they don't know what to sign because everybody says, oh, go to college, go to college, it's the best thing for you. You go to vocational school, you can do something else and get and pay half the price and and earn as much money. Amen, bro. Thanks for the phone call, Jim. You know, my, my brother Richard, he died at 34 years old. Uh, no, 38. He was 38 years old. And uh, uh, he was uh, he dropped out of high school. He had a GED. And, and right now, my brother Richard, uh, he could make more money than my son as a, a graduate with a degree in business. And because my, my brother was an artisan welder. He, he, you know, and I don't, listen, my, son, my brother and I had a lot of issues. And I don't, I got no love lost for my brother. I know that sounds terrible, but you'd have to know him. 
But but he was an artisan welder, and you can go right now, and you can go into some of these hoity-toity neighborhoods, and you know wherever the hell you live in Johnson County, Kansas, or you know wherever county, uh, Nassau County, New York. I don't know what the hell, you know where, and and you can get an artisan welder to come out and do gates. Gates for your neighborhood, uh, the, you can, uh, your artwork, all of this. You can make more money knowing how to weld than somebody who graduates with a degree in business from wherever. There is nothing wrong with doing what you love, making a living at it, and it doesn't have to be some sort of academically approved acumen. I had two guys out here the other day, two young Hispanic men, Fernando and Christian. And Fernando's a master plumber. He's like 19, 20 years old. Master plumber, and I walked in, and I, I just watched this kid. And I'm like, and he's like, you're looking at me? And I said, brother, I'm just watching an artisan at work here to watch him use flux and, and all of this in the metal and the cutting and the gate again. And I know plumbing, whatever. But it, it's, you can have an acumen without getting something that is approved by higher academia. Well, if you don't have an, a, a degree in lesbian poetry and you choose to go to trade school to, uh, you know, farm or, you know, man, farming. How about that for a living? That's a hell of a living. You start off in farming, you automatically are your own owned and operated business. And you can make money in farming. It's not going to be an easy, it's, it's, not a, it's a tough row to hoe. The, see, the, that's a little farming lingo. The, the, anyway, there's a lot of things you can do without getting a stupid four or six or eight year degree. And let's face it, there are a lot of people who get out of school, you know, 32 years old. Really? Really? I'm not trying to take down academia wholesale. I'm just saying we got a serious look, look at academia as part of this discussion about student loans rather than having it get to the United States government where Joe Biden could use it as a political vote-getting tool. And fortunately, the Supreme Court said, nah, I don't think so. But you know what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to say they're cold and cruel. The Republicans are cold and cruel. These poor kids are getting out of school in hard economic times caused by COVID. And now the, the evil Republicans are trampling on their dreams. It's not going to work because most Americans, they pay their bills. Jeff in Columbia. Hello there, Jeff. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go ahead. Hey, Rob. Good afternoon. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, I think community college is a great way to go. I mean, you get all your prerequisites out of the way. And uh, and then you finish up at a four-year college, and your degree says whatever four-year college uh, you graduate from. It doesn't say anything about you did uh, two at a community college. But a little little story here. I'm 66 years old, so I can take college courses in Maryland free. So I'm going up to my local community college, and I just finished the spring semester. I took two history classes and a uh, Constitution class because I wanted to see what kind of snowflakes you know were in the classes, and surprisingly. I met a number of young gentlemen, 18, 19 years old, that are pro-Constitution. You know, they don't go with, with all of this uh, PC history and everything. I and, love it. Uh, so I was really surprised. Hey, James, I'm going to tell you, I think there is a great awakening among Gen Z because they have suffered the most at the hands of adults who should have known better. And they're, they're done with it. They're done. They look at this, the examples of millennials and the, the web and how they've ruined their lives on social media, uh, dating and all of this stuff and uh, impersonal communications. And then, uh, you know, and so Gen Z and then all the, the COVID closures wrecking their lives. So Gen Z is all, they're, they're together, man. They're coming together and they are, 
they're uh, they're pissed off, righteously pissed at the adults who should have known better, and consequently, I think they're returning to uh, their 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 dependence on their friendship, uh, their their to weather storms. They're returning to traditional relationships rather than all of this nonsense, screwing everything that walks, rejecting people like Kim Kardashian on social media who has a bizarre figure, doesn't even look like a woman anymore, and and Gen Z is going, you know what? No, you know what? You've taken it as far as you can. We're going to get back to the basics, and I see that, James. I really, really do, so I'm hopeful. Or, other, or, uh, Jim, Jeff, Jeff, sorry about that. Jeff, the other thing I noticed, too, which I was surprised, the professors at the local, and it's Howard Community College, I thought they were going to be so far left that, you know, I would they'd throw me out of class in the first uh, two weeks. My my wife and daughter actually bet that I'd be thrown out in three weeks, and I, I made it through the whole semester. <laughs> but, the, uh, but I challenged the professors because, again, you know, I'm 66, so I'm not intimidated by them, nor did I need the grade, even though I got straight A's. I, I passed every class, turned in every paper. Um, but at the end of the semester, every single one of these professors actually wrote me a letter of recommendation. I asked them for it. Wow. They, they said in their letters, that they appreciated me participating in the class because it kind of precipitated the other people wanting to participate, you know, because they didn't, they didn't want me to just be the only one speaking up. So they Jeff, speak up. Yeah. I, I got to run. I got to run. Thank you, brother. Inspirational story. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's true. I am an America first, liberty loving Latino. That's why I know this country is worth fighting for. That's why the Chris Salcedo Show will always tell you the truth. The Chris Salcedo Show for the news you need to know. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show. Well, Joe Biden's plan to spend $500 billion, billion of your money to buy votes with Gen Z and millennials who owe money on student loans does a, a face plant. The Supreme Court says if you sign a legal document that says uh, you're going to pay for goods or services, uh, you got to pay back. And uh, student loans are no different. So tough bleep said the kitty. Uh, and I'm getting a lot of uh, texts from people and emails from people. Here's one. friend of mine took two years uh, for an associate's degree in HVAC with, uh, with uh, no loans. Uh, two weeks of factory. T- oh, no, wait a minute. friend of mine took two years AA degree in HVAC with loans. Met a guy who took two weeks factory training HVAC, earned 63000 first year, no loans. Okay, that was a little more complicated than it needed to be. Uh, let's see here. College grads. Here's one. There's somebody who says, most uh, college grads can't be plumbers because they don't know bleep. And if, you, if you're going to be a plumber, you've got to know bleep. I'm going to tell you that right now. I've got a nephew. And, and this guy, he's got a, he's got a lake house. He's got a, a cigarette boat. He's a scarab. He's got a pontoon. He's got a little 2,000-square-foot little uh, you know, ranch in Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is like a working poor class community. And, uh, and he did it all. You know how he did it? He puts in, uh, in system irrigation systems. You know what he does in the winter? He clears snow. Yeah, yeah, he's got a, he's got a like ten thousand square foot warehouse, a bunch of different vehicles. He did it, you know. How he did it. His hands, you shake his hand, it's like shaking a the hand of a a coal miner or a, or a, a, a lobster fisherman off the uh, off the east coast. You know, There's a lot of ways to make money, and you don't have to end up spending one hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand dollars on a on a higher education degree and graduating with a debt. But realize if you do that, now you've got to pay for it. Christopher in Catonsville is on the phone. Hello there, Christopher. Go right ahead. Um, 
Well, I'll get right to it. Shouldn't the college loan industry uh, go back to the public sector where they snatched it out of? Or actually, the Republicans just let it go back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it needs to go back to the uh, to the public sector, of course. Absolutely, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, it's just like any other good and service. I don't know why that uh, higher education has to have anything to do with it. I remember when they let that go back then, and everybody said, oh, okay, you know, yeah, we'll just put that in. Something about the car industry was going on back then, I think, and, you know, they just, they just threw that in. Yeah, we'll give all the loans to the government. Okay. Exactly. Christopher, I appreciate the phone call. Meanwhile, our, our federal government is covering the entire deposits of, uh, of people putting money in, uh, in banks that go completely under, uh, like FTX with Sam Bankman-Fried. Everybody knew it. And the government promised in 2008 they were going to fix it. They were going to fix all of the loan problems with the mortgage industry and all of this stuff, and they made it worse. And now we're bailing out these banks, and now we're going to bail out a half a billion dollars in student loans. Well, the Supreme Court said says, no, this is the year we return to common sense from nonsense, and these Supreme Court rulings are exactly that. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Big news from the app world. Millions have downloaded the Newsmax app. It's one of the most popular apps on both iPhones and Android devices. Plus, it's free. So go to your app store now, and you'll get easy access to Newsmax.com for top news. Plus, you can watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. And remember to sign up for app notifications so you never miss a breaking news alert from Newsmax. Download the free app now. Takes just seconds. Newsmax TV. Watch us anytime, anywhere.